0: This is the Taz and Jim podcast.
1: It is Friday, May 20th, 2022. We are headed into a long weekend. And usually that means the gas prices go up. But for some reason, they're dropping 13 cents a liter today. Uh, what the heck is going on? Well, on the line, we've got our pal Dan McTagg. You can follow him on Twitter at Gas Price Wizard. He really is. He's the best at predicting when gas prices are going to go up and down. Uh, Jim was just saying off the air to you, Dan, every article you read about gas prices, Dan McTagg is quoted in it.
2: That's because Dan McTagg's responsible for it. (laughs) 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 Only when they go down, though, (laughs) guys.
0: Yeah, yeah, take the credit, Dan.
2: (laughs) No, it's, uh, look, uh, this has been an absolute crazy time. And, you know, I'm not sure. This This is a bit of a calm before the storm. Call the eye of the hurricane. Um, you know you're back uh, you're back down what 3 cents yesterday 10 cents today tomorrow it's up 4 and i think sunday will be up 2 or 3 so um take advantage of it while you can get those jerry cans uh, i wouldn't recommend plastic bags they don't work very well with gasoline after a while but uh, and uh, you know uh there's really nothing more in in terms of uh any good news for summer uh, the us starts their kickoff to the long weekend uh next i guess they start Memorial Day which is next week Watch out, because I think we'll be back to two ten to for much of the summer. By the way, this is the third year in a row I know twenty twenty and twenty twenty one count third year in a row with the May two four weekend began with a Friday where gas prices actually dropped even really even slightly, yeah, so hmm. I don't know i've I've looked at this over the years. this sort of thing that uh, you know that gas prices go up before the long weekends. I got to tell you because it's all centered in the United States, not in Canada. Um, we have holidays they don't uh, prices still go up or down. The relationship is pretty, uh, is pretty, uh, is pretty, pretty light.
0: You said this could be the calm before the storm. I'm hearing predictions it could be ten dollars a gallon in certain areas in the states. How bad do you think it could get in Canada, possibly in the next few years? Like, uh, is it going to double from two dollars? How how bad could it get?
2: Yeah, I don't know, um, and I, I say that because you know you on the one hand you have markets where you know this continues to be this shortage of fuel sooner or later somebody's going to give likely more more than likely a great recession globally than uh, prices hitting four dollars a liter but hmm. uh 250 three dollars a liter uh, that's a no-brainer and in fact that's precisely what your federal government wants they're going to be adding in the next uh, five or six years one way or another they're going to add uh, in carbon taxes an additional thirty five cents a liter, forty five cents for diesel, and then they got a clean fuel standard, which is a second carbon tax. That's going to be another eighteen, nineteen cents a liter. So look, uh, <laughs> what markets do or don't do, the federal government is quite willing to settle it, and that's kind of why I think our friends in Ottawa have teamed up. Uh, Jagmeet and Trudeau to create a government so that they uh, they don't uh, face the public's wrath for the next three years.
1: Hey Dan, uh, what can people be asking of the candidates that are running in the provincial election when it comes to gas prices?
2: Yeah, I would ask them what do they do with the thirteen percent HST, which is five percent is federal, seven eight percent is uh, is provincial. Uh, that eight works out to about two billion to three billion dollars a year. And I don't mind if it's on one or 150 a litre, but it's gone up 80 cents since last year. Maybe ask the question what they're doing with that two or three billion. And I I know that uh, the fork uh, team saying, well, if they get reelected, they'll drop at 5.7 cents a litre. By my calculation, uh, I think every Canadian, every Ontarian here is probably owed about 14, 13, 14 cents a litre. Maybe they should be asking them uh, to have that HST rebate, at least the provincial side. As for the federal side, well, I did it 20 years ago as a member of parliament. We did it twice, home heating rebates, 150 and $250, I think is what we worked out uh, with. But I doubt you're going to get much uh, from them. They're, they still think it's all about climate. It's not about uh, the energy crisis.
1: So today's the day. Bottom line, today is the day <laughs> heading in the, into the weekend that you want to fill up your tank because you could save 13 cents from earlier yep. in the week.
2: Yeah, it's listen, it's like personal hygiene. Don't just think about it. Do it. <laughs> don't, <share> my, <laughs> don't tell me what to do. Buy <laughs> gasoline today, please. Uh, you'll, 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 uh, you'll thank me for
0: it later. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.
1: Discussing the the NHL playoffs. And I said it would be really cool to see Joe Thornton from St. Thomas, Ontario, finally win a Stanley Cup. He was supposed to win one last year with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. They even made like a reality show about it. He was all ready to get his ring finally. Yeah. He got traded away. He's now playing for the Florida Panthers. Uh, I don't know if he's dressing for all the games, but uh, I feel like they would dress him if it meant he could get his name on the Stanley Cup trophy. Mm -hmm. At At least for the minimal amount that they need to do that. We were kind of asking, like, what are the qualifications to get... Y- your name on the Stanley Cup, and we've got a listener here who says he knows go ahead so
0: typically you either have to play like forty or forty one games almost half the season for the team, yeah, yeah, or one game in the cup final so the you have to be in the finals, not just any playoff round, yeah, but there has been different times in the past where like a veteran will get hurt in the playoffs or something like that, not have played the 40 games, and then the team can have the choice to approach the league.
1: An exception That's can cool. be made.
0: I like that. Yeah, but there, like, there has to be like a legit reason for it. It can't be, hey, we really like this guy, but he only played five games for us. Right. So someone like Thornton, I think, would qualify for that.
1: <laughs> well, let's not uh, counter chickens before they hatch here. We'll <laughs> worry about that after they win a game against Tampa. Florida's going to lose against Colorado, anyways. So. Well, Colorado has to beat St. Louis. They lost last night. That series is now tied. But yeah, Tampa is leading
0: over the Florida Panthers. Two to nothing in that series. I looked up how many games uh, Thornton has played for Florida this year because you got to get to that forty-one game mark. That guy was saying thirty-four games. No, <laughs> he put a he, ten points. Not terrible performance. It's not like he's like totally useless. So he might slap on a jersey for the playoffs. You never know if
1: they make it to the finals. They gotta. They gotta put him on the ice for one game to to get him on the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. This
0: is the Taz and Jim podcast.
1: Get some rest, some relaxation, and try not to catch
0: monkeypox. <laughs> hey, another one. What, what, what's this all about? I don't really know the details around. I've seen a few photos of it. I, I, all of them yeah. are of somebody's hands. It looks like hand herpes or something crazy. <laughs> Do not
1: Google image monkeypox if you're planning on eating breakfast anytime <laughs> soon, or dinner, or lunch. Mm-hmm. Pretty gross, huh? Yeah, it's, like like big zits, big old hand zits.
0: But yeah, with like it's like b- giant blisters where I just saw a photo and it was yeah, it, it looks like there's like seven open sores on this person's hands. I don't really know what if it's a virus or what exactly it, it is, but It yeah. is a
1: virus. And it's called monkeypox because it was first discovered in laboratory monkeys it is more common in africa but there have been cases now in canada in the united states uh, doctors are a little concerned i don't think it's super deadly it's just gross <laughs> it can't kill you though
0: it can okay yeah
1: but the monkeypox it, it doesn't just affect your hands It'd be nice if you could wear gloves cover that up you sure, can also sure. get the uh the, the lesions on your face.
0: Okay. Toss an N95 on that bad boy. Cover it up. <laughs> Sunglasses. Go for the invisible man look. <laughs> sure. Maybe wrap, wrap
1: the whole face. Wrap your, wrap your head in bandages. Monkey pox incubation period usually 7 to 14 days, but can range as wide as 5 to 21 days. There's no cure for the virus, but most people recover from monkey pox. Within a few weeks, okay, that's yeah, that positive. Sounds positive yeah. yeah, like when I first saw the articles and then the pictures going around, I was like, "Oh, this one we're kind of getting past COVID. We're gonna have this blistery thing
0: <laughs> taken over." Well, I don't like any any diseases that involve monkeys. <laughs> I've seen too many movies I where it starts there.
1: I don't trust them anymore. I think this may be linked to that woman down in the states who fed the monkeys Cheetos. Maybe that's like how how the new strain developed. Well, you saw
0: what happened to that Chester Cheeto. He got crazy,
1: right? Right, when they gave gave the Cheetah Cheetos, and then it started wearing sunglasses and thinking it was better than everybody. If we see monkeys surfboarding, we are in trouble. (laughs) Close contact. So swapping bodily fluids... Touching people, mm-hmm. that's that's how you get the monkeypox. Just get, do a quick scan before you swap any bodily fluids <laughs> to see if their hands have weird zit-looking
0: things on them. Mm-hmm. Just in Montreal right now is where I've seen the cases in Canada, right? Uh-huh. So hopefully it just stays there for now. <laughs> Remember that other story where the monkeys got loose? There was a there was a car accident out with monkeys in oh, the, the back of a truck. truck, and then the monkeys right. got loose, and they were it was they were from a lab. I don't think the two are connected, but this these type of things. That's scare how me your out
1: conspiracy mind works, here we Jim. Go.
0: Connect the dots. Get out your red yarn and your thumbtacks. If they went to a Circle K and bought Cheetos, <laughs> I, like the case is adding up here. And now the winner is.
3: Devin
0: Peacock. I want
1: to see you Peacock. peacock. Devin Peacock, our sports guy, is with us. Talking NHL Stanley Cup playoffs round two last night. Good to see the St. Louis Blues giving the avalanche a bit of a, a test.
3: Yeah, the Colorado Avalanche, you know, really, uh, to me, are are the best team in the league. I know Tampa Bay's playing like it right now, but Colorado is the team to beat uh, for the Stanley Cup. Uh, they won game one, but they did not put forth a good effort last night, and the St. Louis Blues won the Cup a couple of years ago, and they showed why. They are a very good veteran team. They know how to win, and that series could be a really good one because you cannot take the Blues lightly. Colorado did, and they paid the
1: price. Jim, I know that you and and Dev were talking as Toronto Maple Leaf fans about how you want to see Tampa Bay lose and be eliminated from the playoffs. It really doesn't look like that's going to happen anytime soon, guys.
0: Damn it!
3: No, it doesn't. Uh, I got this. I just got this pit in my stomach. The stupid Tampa Bay Lightning are going to make the Stanley Cup final again. Like uh, they, they, they're up two nothing on Florida now. They just broke Florida's back last night. Like they had a goal at with three point eight seconds left <laughs> that uh, won this game it was a buzzer beater. And those goals are the kind the ones that just break your soul if you're a Florida Panthers fan and a Florida Panthers player. And so. If they get past Florida, if I'm Tampa, I'm not scared of either Carolina or the Rangers. So to me, Tampa's going to the final. Their Eastern Conference final to me was Toronto. That's going to be their toughest challenge before they get to the Stanley Cup finals against either, in my opinion, it's going to be Colorado or St. Louis, is who they will be facing. You don't think it's going to be a Canadian team? Battle of Canada
1: back on tonight. It'll be interesting to see if the Flames and the Oilers put up another Stampeders elk score. (laughs) (laughs) 9-6? to That's That's football. You think that the Oilers can bounce back after that crazy game?
3: I think the Oilers can give the Flames a run for their money, but that's the Flames series to lose. And in terms of making it all the way to the Stanley Cup final, I stand by the fact it's the Avs or the Blues who are going to make the final. the The Flames are, are are a good team, but to me, the Blues and the Avalanche are just a step above. Thanks, Dev. Enjoy hockey this
1: weekend.
0: This is the Taz and Jim podcast.
3: Tell me if this sounds a little
1: familiar. In South Carolina, the Attorney General Attorney General's Office has announced a major drug bust, a trafficking ring was being run by the owners of the Los Primos restaurant located in Greenville, South Carolina. Los Primos Hmm. Hermanos. (laughs) Was
0: (laughs) was, was this in New Mexico? Breaking Bad-ish, isn't it? Hmm.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The Chicken Brothers. What a a cover. It seemed to work well. Worked for Gus. Yeah. he lost half his face. Was this chicken (laughs) then too? Los Primos, it was tacos. Uh, So uh, they were trafficking out of the restaurant and then... This sounds like a mission from uh, Grand Theft Auto. They also had taco trucks that were selling drugs. That's brilliant. Well, don't give them too much credit here, Jim. We've talked about this before.
0: Yeah, but...
1: Like restaurants that sell... Special menu items, wink, wink, nudge, yeah, nudge.
0: Yeah, But I just never, I've never seen it on wheels. You know, food trucks. I mean, it's like the RV on uh, on Breaking Bad again. You know, it's always mobile. You drive it yeah, different places. You cover it's, a lot you know, of ground. Pretty smart.
1: Uh,
0: Math, cocaine,
1: firearms, cash, more cocaine, heroin, marijuana, Xanax. A lot of stuff was seized in this raid. The, pr- the problem is with the the restaurant drug dealing is you have the secret menu item, right? like I think the urban legend or the pizza place that I've mentioned before when I was growing up, you had to order double mushrooms or something on mm-hmm. your pizza, and you ended up getting a bag of marijuana or magic mushrooms or something uh, with your order. Eventually, someone's just going to order that because they have weird taste. Hey, <laughs> yeah. like, somebody's going to... Could I get my refried beans refried on that taco, please? Yeah, sure. Here's your
0: meth. Math What? I just like my beans cooked. I mean, I guess I'll take the meth, but then I would also <laughs> like the beans. This is the Taz and Jim podcast.
1: I got all excited. I thought the Top Gun movie was coming out today. I saw pictures of Tom Cruise... In a suit with jets flying over top of his head, I thought uh, I thought that signified the Top Gun was in theaters, <laughs> like
0: the releasing of the doves.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but no, that was a Cannes Film Festival. They mm. they showed the movie there. Apparently, got like a uh, five or ten minute standing ovation afterwards.
0: Really? Hmm.
1: They do give a lot of standing ovations at that film festival, yeah, I
0: feel. One of the best performances at the Cannes Film Festival is the standing ovations that the people put on to kiss all the other Hollywood people's butts. Tom Cruise butt. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be uh, decent, good, maybe. Yeah. Is it going to be groundbreaking? The reviews are
1: fantastic. It, it, they are, eh? Yeah, critics okay. are calling it the best like summer blockbuster in, in over a decade.
0: Hmm.
1: I want to see it with the moving seats. You want to go to the moving seats? Kind of. Yeah, that'd be cool. What, what was the last one we saw, The Moving Seats? Fast Seven or something. And one of the Fast and the Furious movies. It was fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: Whichever one was the first one with The Rock, it was out of control. <laughs> uh, you went and saw a movie last night, Jim. I did. I saw the new Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. And it was okay. You know, it's just like every Marvel movie. You know, it's obviously done well. I'd say it was. Maybe maybe as good as Shang-Chi, you know, like a 7 out of 10 kind of... Middle of the pack for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, and uh, you know I've been complaining about multiverses. Every movie has them. Apparently even this everything all at once, all that is happening or whatever that new movie is, is a multiverse as well. Everything's a gr- gosh darn multiverse these days. But the one good thing about the multiverse for superhero movies is that superheroes will die in these alternative realities, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So I know superheroes died in Endgame and stuff like that and have died, but you know when you're watching a Marvel movie the the superheroes aren't going to die. When the multiverse is uh, happening, eh, people die. And that was the coolest part. There's dying in the movie. There's death! Spoiler alert! Well, there's several deaths.
1: And also, I thought we were going to see that movie together. Who did you go with? Milady? you're cheating on me with your fiance? <laughs> <laughs> you said we go like last week and then, it, you know, know. You, you waited too long, Well, dude. we need to, the problem is it's not summertime yet. Once the kids are out of school, there's matinees at like 11 yeah. or 12. But uh, yeah, well, we'll see some movies this
0: summer together.
3: So
1: Top Gun comes out? Next week. Okay. next End of next week, Top Gun is out. So I think Thursday you can start seeing it in theaters.
0: Let's do it. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.
1: Victoria Day Long Weekend. Do you know why it's called Victoria Day, Jim? Uh, an homage to Queen Victoria, I'm guessing? Nailed it. <laughs> Fun trivia. You know who's uh, who's kicking around the Taz and Jim listening area right now? <gasps> Queen Victoria? No. One of her descendants, Okay, Prince Charles and Camilla, are oh, in Canada. Okay. I, I have a friend who works uh, with the RCMP... And he's been driving Prince Charles around. Hmm. I I sent him a message yesterday. I said, dude, you got to get Prince Charles to call our radio show.
0: (laughs) Imagine. I don't see why not.
1: (laughs) Top of the morning to you. It's Prince Charles. You guys can call me Chuck. (laughs) He said, you have never asked me for a task that is more impossible. (laughs) Because we... He's also driven around like Trudeau, and we've asked to get yeah Trudeau. Every, t- or who else. Every time he's with the prime minister, yeah. anytime he's with a dignitary, he's driven around anyone. Yeah. If you're a, a world leader and you come to Canada, he works closely with with those people. <laughs> and anytime he's got somebody in his car, we're like, get him to call the show. He, I don't even think he's ever asked anyone. It'd be
0: pretty awkward. <laughs> It'd be not much for him to gain. It'd be huge for us, but it would probably just be getting, he'd get written up for it.
1: Hey, uh, Camilla, Charles, you want to listen to the radio? Oh, what's this? Taz and Jim, these guys seem funny.
0: Oh, oh. You said their number. Should we call it? Should, should we he, prank them? Should, you should call in and request a song, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> London Calling. <laughs> let's do it.
1: <laughs> Anyways, Victoria Day long weekend. I, I'm surprised that. Uh, that that Charles um, doesn't need to be
0: with the Queen. Hold on. No, it's what still wrong. Mean, she's. I think the Queen Victoria died 250 yeah. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, he'd think, her grave you'd think he'd go to her grave <laughs> yeah. on Victoria Day. Pretty terrible right? great-great-grandnephew. Yeah,
1: and you want to sit on the throne one day, <laughs> Charles. We shouldn't say that kind of stuff. Now he's never going to call us.
0: I'm on Team Harry. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim Podcast.
1: How far can you take... A car before
0: it's time to pack her in and get a new one. Mm-hmm. The article was about a guy uh, in Ontario who's Toyota Sienna, I believe, which is like an old van. I think it was a 2000 Toyota Sienna, how he's got uh, over 900,000 kilometers on it and it's still going strong. So they would go to uh, Florida every year. That was one of the reasons why it has so much uh, kilometers on it. But, you know, they w- replaced all the parts on it, got a regular oil change, took care of it, and it's got them at least 900,000 kilometers so far. He said
1: that's the key, the maintenance. Yeah. Like, follow the maintenance schedule that the dealer
0: gives you. He, when he, when it's time for an oil change, he gets an oil change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was like, don't go to the scrapyard and get, like, rip-off parts. Get the actual ones from the company or from the dealership, get the new parts. It's worth it in the long run. Depends how long you want to keep the vehicle for. If you want to keep it for one more year, (laughs) scrapyard, awesome idea. You know what I mean? Like, I got to go get a front headlight assembly for my car. Should have done it two years ago. Yeah, still. I've been driving around with my brights on for two years. <laughs> and I have less than 200,000 kilometers on my car. <laughs> Good luck getting to uh, a million with that, I Jim. Know. I would love to get to 400,000. I would absolutely love. Sure. But it's a 2010. Imagine how satisfying it would be because the
1: odometer would reset once you get to a million. Wouldn't it go back to zero? Oh, yeah. And then you sell it like a brand new car. Yeah, you sell it. It's got four kilometers on it. Here, You want to buy it? <laughs> <laughs> Found it in my grand Grandma's barn. So, what are Taz and Jim listeners saying? What's the furthest that uh, that they've driven a vehicle? Longest no, nothing, they've driven a vehicle?
0: I would say close to a million. But we have Patrick O'Keefe who says, "My dad put 650k on his old '96 Infinity uh, gave it to my brother and he wrecked it a few months later oh, of course, <laughs> of course. Uh, Haas says I put over a million on a 97 safari van I got a letter from GM wanting the numbers and maintenance record of my van and all I got was a stinking t-shirt so I don't know if the dealership would have would have you know <laughs> reported to the higher ups so they got this so van you with over a said we didn't get anything near a million mistake, that's over a million I made a mistake I thought we didn't have one but yeah over a million and you know those safari vans those big boxy oh, mofos yeah.
1: Mrs. Boyd had one of those. My buddy Tommy Boyd. His mom would pick us up from parties in the safari in
0: high school. Unbelievable. It was like half a cargo van almost. It was so big. The amount of gas you would have spent in that for a million kilometers. Okay, here's another one that's close to 900, or sorry, close to a million. It's 925,000K, but it's on a 2012 Mac like a Mack truck so they're designed to be on the road constantly right. all day so that's not that out of the ordinary Chantel says uh, over 700 K's 100,000 K's on my 2000 Toyota Camry a lot of Toyotas here a 97 Toyota uh, Celica that had over 500 K on it before the engine block cracked uh, my dad pulled over to take this picture 1.8 million on his 07 Volvo transport truck <laughs> that's pretty cool and uh, another one I had a few friends with this same car the diesel Jetta 2000 Jetta
1: yeah the Volkswagens um, are great yeah
0: yeah 635,000 K uh, still running great he still got it 635,000? mm-hmm 22 year old
1: car well you know my car uh, recently caught fire <laughs> It's a Volkswagen. Yeah, the the brakes seized on it. It didn't catch fire. I thought it caught fire, but the brake had seized, and smoke was coming out. Just it. rolling coal. And and I had a, a bunch of people like, oh, time for a new car. But I I've only got a hundred thousand kilometers on my car. Mm-hmm. Like, this is inspiring
0: to me. There's no way I'm getting rid of it now. Yeah, yeah. I think there's different ways of driving a car. Because we, like, our commute's, what, 10, 15 minutes into work every morning? Yeah. You'll never get to a million. You have to drive an hour to work a day to get these type of numbers. You know what I mean? You would never you would never get to a million kilometers the way you, you drive. Just Old watch man. me.
1: <laughs> Just watch me. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.